Good morning and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, November 9th. I'm Aaron Matus. From the Louisville Courier-Journal's Tim Sullivan, rumors about Louisville Athletic Director Vince Tyree talking about leaving have been circulating for weeks. Asked him about it and he said it wasn't so. You're stuck with me, he said. That his contract hasn't been extended continues to stir speculation. Navigate has updated its college football playoff probabilities alongside athletic director U. Oregon was the biggest winner week over week, at plus 13.1% more likely to make the field, while Cincinnati dropped by 2%. Projected four, Georgia, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, and Ohio State. Lots more, including Extra Point's Matt Brown chatting with Navigate President Jeff Nelson and the Athletics' Nicole Auerbach, notably from Nelson. So when the model is going through all those simulations based on what happened this week, it's not just factoring in what happens at the very top of the rankings. Every game, to a certain extent, counts because every game moves somebody up a little, somebody down a little, or in certain cases more. And so what happens with the rest of your future schedule also impacts whether your probability of making the CFP goes up or down. And ultimately, when everything kind of goes through those simulations, or again, Ohio State, Alabama, the model is telling us that if those schools went out from here and the model thinks there's a decent chance that they could, and they are getting more and more likely to get in. Baylor Athletic Director Mac Rhodes on plans for the new Fudge Football Operations Center. It allows us to really have elite day-to-day -day facilities where our young men, coaches, and staff can go to work each and every day and get better and have state-of-the-art resources. By moving football from the Simpson Center to Fudge, we're able to expand and to grow. That is a benefit to all 500-plus student-athletes. Rhodes expects by the end of the calendar year, it will be a location pick for the new basketball pavilion. Furman Athletic Director Jason Donnelly catches up with D1 ticker Steph Garcia to dig in on the open Senior Associate Athletic Director for External Affairs job with the Paladins. Everything is coming along very nicely, but we've gotten to the point that we need an active, energetic, enthusiastic, creative person to come in that can accentuate all the abilities for us to build a sustainable revenue cycle for us to grow, said Donnelly. This position is a total ad. It is one of those things where our president has made the decision from a budget standpoint to allocate this resource. This person is going to come in and oversee all aspects of our external operation. Right now, it's kind of being done by committee. We need a daily presence and a creative vision. Car Sports is assisting in that search. More from Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Alberts on the decision to retain football head coach Scott Frost for another year with a restructured deal. When I look at good deals, good business deals, I rarely see a good business deal where only one party has skin in the game. But if both of us have skin in the game, we're both fairly incentivized to work really hard to be successful. Part of risk is mitigation of risk as well. In a way, Scott's bet on himself, and I like that. We're not going to be blindly loyal. I don't want to send that message. But if you're trying to balance one decision or the other, as long as I'm here, I'd like to think we're going to err on the side of loyalty as best we can. 
FrostPay will go from $5 million to $4 million, with a buyout decreasing from $15 million to $7.5 million. Front Office Sports' Liam Killingstead takes a look at the impact Under Armour's renewed focus on brand has had on the company's bottom line and marketplace standing. Under Armour beat earnings estimates over the past year, with quarter 3 2021 showing adjusted earnings per share at $0.31 cents versus $0.15 cents expected, revenue at $1.55 billion versus $1.48 billion expected, net income at $113.4 million compared with $38.9 million a year earlier, and direct-to-consumer sales up 12% to $604 million. Killingston notes that inventories are down 21% following a stretch of undisciplined inventory management and that Under Armour has shed 47% of its sponsorship contracts, including UCLA, Cal, and Cincinnati. He concludes, What is yet to be seen, however, is whether or not Under Armour's judgment has improved from an innovation and strategy standpoint. The miss on athleisure and inability to capitalize on connected fitness is concerning. As the company continues to build upon its improved operational savvy, it will be important to track just what it's getting into on the innovation side. Personally, I'm keeping my eyes peeled for Under Armour's next big M&A transaction. This and more in your D1 ticker email. I'm Aaron Matus, and this has been the morning edition of your D1TN5 for Tuesday, November 9th. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again tonight.